Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watched The Amazing Race 31, Episode 3. Spoilers away if you haven't seen this episode yet and don't want to find out what happens, then stop listening and go watch this episode. It is a pretty good one. Uh, teams head from Laos to Ho Chi Minh City in Vietnam. Um, they... It's it's a huge contrast how they book this travel uh, this leg of the race uh, compared to season one where uh, teams had to find a travel agency. I don't think they were even told where a travel agency was. They had to figure that out too, and uh, work with an actual human who is sitting at a very slow computer. I assume. It's a very slow computer uh, to figure out, oh, you can get on these flights. But in reality, they already had the flights picked out so that the, the production are already uh, figured out, I think. But anyway, they had to go and do figure that all out uh, with an actual person at a separate location from the airport. Sometimes maybe they could find one at the airport. All of that in this, it was like 30 seconds showing them. Oh, just scrolling through some screens and book it now. Pay now. Oh, that was easy. Uh, it was a great commercial for the Travelocity app, uh, which is what they use to do that. Um, I didn't know Travelocity, you could book international flights and stuff, too. I've never used a Travelocity app, honestly. Uh, for all my flights, I book using the Southwest Airlines app because um, 90% of my flights are on Southwest so that I get... Uh, points towards getting on a list for next year i got i got to a list this year that sounds uh oh I, I know that sounds really braggy but um it's it it's i was able to pull it off because i got the number of one way legs of trips and uh a lot of the one way legs from trips are uh in denver from denver are pretty cheap so it worked out a lot better to do it that way than to get the sheer number of points to get to A-list. Because I wasn't even close. I was maybe like 20% of the way there at most. But the going just by the flight flight count, I nailed it. And if you can get if if you travel a lot, um, I think whatever whatever airline you choose to do the most, the like getting into like the their the, the the upper levels of the things um it it is it, it does make the flying experience a bit better uh this is in stark contrast before last year i avoided flying at all costs because i hated it so much but i realized that i mostly i didn't like it because it uh always meant that i would have to take bart because most of my flights would be to san francisco and then uh, out to Concord, you have to take BART. And it's the trains that I hate. The, act the, the airplane is, isn't, that, isn't so bad. But then getting after it, having been on the flight and getting on the airplane, uh, getting onto a train, that's, uh, they're, they're kind of old. I, I've been on a new train a couple of times, um, like a new car in a new car. But um, the, most of them are very old and they're, they're not very clean. And it's just just thinking about it right now is making me a little bit sick. But anyway, once I got over that and I was like, okay, it's that's part of it. And then the fact that I don't fly very much, I'm not used to it. And so I get uh, kind of air sick 
pretty easily. But now, having traveled a lot in the last year and a half, um, now I'm uh, it's it's totally fine. I don't get airsick, and I also try to avoid, for the most part, public transportation, <laughs> so I don't get uh, just grossed out being on there after a long flight with all my luggage and stuff. Not really grossed out, but it's not fun. Not it's not fun to be on a train with all your luggage with you. It's like more stressful. But anyway, um yeah, they use the Travelocity app. I use Southwest app and booking.com. Um maybe I'll try Travelocity sometime. But booking.com, you get rewards there, you get genius rewards. And sometimes that's pretty good. It's like at least 10% um off at participating um hotels and stuff i haven't used it i haven't used it for anything other than hotels uh, i guess you can i mean this i'm this is an amazing race episode i can talk about travel stuff um the logistics of figuring out travel um so it they have hmm they do um you know what Booking.com is only hotels. I am mistaken. I thought that they they did like... Oh, wait, 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 wait. There is a section. Oh, there is a car rental section, but it's not like its own separate tab. Um, and I wonder if they have flights on here, too. doesn't look like they have flights in this app. Um, but I wouldn't use it on, on there anyway. Um, I think if, if you have a, I recommend Southwest and my strategy. I, okay. Here's some strategies for Southwest. Uh, first of all, if you're not on a list, it's absolutely worth it to do the early bird check-in. Um, I know it does add a little bit more and it's not like you're getting, uh, a first class seat or anything like that, but you don't have to worry about uh checking in online um and not getting like c55 as your boarding number which is uh you know you're 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 gonna be in a middle seat you're gonna be in middle seat if you're in the c group you're gonna be in the middle seat like automatic that's just how math works one third of the seats are middle seats and the C group is one third of the people that are on the airplane. If you're in the C group, you're screwed. You're getting a middle seat. Don't even try looking for an aisle or a window. It's just how it is. I'm sorry. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, early bird is absolutely worth it. And then if you can get on a list, it's great because I thought that you still had to check in like 24 hours, exactly 24 hours ahead of time to get a good spot. But as it turns out, um, I totally forgot to do that on this trip to Las Vegas this last week and uh, just a couple days ago. And I, it was, it was, it was fine. I still got a really good uh, boarding number. Um, I think the, the lowest I've been on the totem pole, so to speak, has been like a 33 or something like that, which, um, you know, that's, that's worth it. Cause you still buy, can still buy the same flights. You just don't have to spend that extra money on uh early bird at that point and it's great it makes it even easier to 
uh, to make a list happen the next time, as long as you have a- actual places to go for the place. So, uh, uh, at times, I-, I wondered, what if I just took a place like out of the way as a separate booking? Um, so it counts as a, uh, as uh, even though I'm going to, let's say, I'm going to Los Angeles. What if I book a trip, uh, one flight to Las Vegas, go out of security and all that, and then uh, book a separate as a separate reservation from Las Vegas to Los Angeles? So it'd be like I had a connecting flight, but it counts as as two legs of the trip, as as two separate one way trips. That could be a way to multiply that. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Um. Anyhow. Uh, yeah, they use the Travelocity app to book their, <laughs> their flights and their hotel. I got to stay in hotels on this, on this leg. Um, we have Tyler and Corey who are not too happy with having been U-turned and, uh, what's their names? What's their names? Becca and Floyd come over to them say, uh, here's some trail mix. It's our pre-peace offering. That's not what they sound like, but um, here's our peace offering. There's some trail mix. We're so sorry. And then uh, Rachel and Alyssa bring something over to to Floyd and and um, and Becca. Say, oh, we have a peace offering. We're so sorry for you turning it. So it was all, it was it was kind of silly. But anyway, uh, the Big Brother teams they form an alliance. Uh, how many big? Are there only those three anyway? Yeah, the three big brother teams, they agree that they're going to help each other out. That's Nicole and Victor, uh, Rachel and Alyssa, and Janelle and Brittany. And that does come into play a little bit on this leg. Uh, so we, they're, they're in. They're in Vietnam. And it's nighttime. There's all the the crazy, the, the downtown nightlife stuff going on. Uh, they go to their first, uh, it's the roadblock. No, it's a detour. Detour. I always get it mixed up. Detour is when they have the choice between the two things. Reel it in where they have to fish for Perron um, in this big indoor fishing pool thing. And then uh, light it up where they have to learn a dance uh, that's done in the dark. They have like light up suits and stuff. It looks really, really cool. And a lot of the teams initially choose dance. But it's very, very difficult for some of them. Uh, Floyd and I keep forgetting her name, Becca. Floyd and Becca, like, absolutely tear it up. They get their first, uh, so they they don't have to, uh, they don't nail it their first try. But they uh, nobody else had arrived yet, so they could try again right away. And I think they got, like, on, in two tries, which is really, really impressive. But, okay, that. I didn't really know much about this team yet because I haven't has seen their previous season, um, and I've they they weren't really uh, catching my eye so in the first two episodes, but uh, now they're starting to grow on me, especially since I learned um, I, maybe I would have known this already from the previous season. But Floyd was a drum major at University of Colorado, um, right nearby here, like thirty five miles away. I don't know how far away it is, maybe fifteen. It's in Boulder. But um, that's really cool. That's really cool. And I wonder uh, when that was. He seems he's probably younger than me. So I doubt that um, if he's the same age as me, then I may have have seen him at shows or something. I don't know. Um, 
so yeah that was pretty cool i wonder if he's done other i wonder if he did drum drum core they they haven't mentioned that i mean it's like not a biography show or anything like that uh so they they do really well in the dance um a couple of teams they do not do very well at the dance and then they switch over to the fishing um eliza um eliza and corinne are one of those teams um and then the other survivor team chris and brett for some reason i think that they were they they were trying to prove too much to themselves or something like oh we're gonna go for it this time we're gonna we're gonna keep up with the rest of them and so i think that was part of the reason that led them to choosing the dance instead of like the surefire thing that they'd be good at which is the fishing um because they ended up switching anyway and if they had they would have been in really really good shape um to to get uh get to the next challenge but uh the next challenge so the fishing thing uh they had it to to catch eight prawn and one of the teams was surprisingly good at it that team was uh or actually uh Karina and eliza they did not switch they chose they, uh, they chose that right away um to do the fishing thing um good choice good choice on their part they were have, struggling at the beginning but then they quickly caught up um to tyler and Corey, who were the first ones to get there and uh caught their eight prawns first and then uh tyler and Corey got theirs and a couple more teams that switched over they eventually got theirs as well and uh it did look pretty fun but also super gross uh just touching animals slimy animals doesn't seem like much fun i don't know if they're slimy but they're wet so it seems slimy um but anyway after this detour they head over to the roadblock which is tune it out where one member of the team has to learn a few lines of a song in vietnamese at kingdom karaoke and perform uh for the party going on upstairs uh this karaoke song uh and it was great they're they're saying oh who was saying that said there's no way they would choose to learn a dance i'm talking about brett and chris uh because they're oh it was uh i think it was eliza eliza and corinne they were talking about them because they they haven't seen anybody else um and they thought well uh, maybe maybe Chris and Brett got lost or something like that because there's no way that they would choose to learn the dance. Cut to Brett and Chris trying to learn the dance and they're not good at it at all. But uh, yeah, Floyd absolutely nails this karaoke because he got there first. He really took his time with it. He practiced a lot. He's really getting into it. He's got the musical background and everything. And uh, yeah, he I think he got it on his first try or we're we're led to believe that it was his first try and he nails it um <laughs> uh brett and chris they switch back and they uh he's like ah th- this is hard <laughs> this dancing is hard uh that was great i love that i love those guys um the p- the pit stop um it was in a, in a flower market or a flower section of the market and then they they're they're good they're good to go when they get there um well what other notable things happened that was that was all for my notes but um it was funny just watching some of the teams just struggle so hard at the dancing 
um and then struggling with the um freaking oh i don't know which 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 of them is leo and which of is jamal but the one who did the the karaoke he was like he he, he got let into the room to practice with the headphones and everything and he doesn't even listen to to the song first. He's like, "No, nah, I, I I just want to go try it." And like, what the, the 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 what is the what is the word I'm looking for? The um the hubris to think that you could just nail karaoke in another language just because it's karaoke. You you have to at least know the 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 rhythm of the song. You can't just be like, and just totally guessing at everything. Uh, so, yeah, he he did it. It did seem like he had to go practice a little bit because he just bombed it. Uh, it was a, it was a greatest hits of bombing karaoke um, after the first couple of teams. The first couple of teams did really, really well, but then everybody else was really struggling. Um, also seeing the struggle with the dancing. Um, the Afghanimals, they, they struggled the most. They were last ones to finish the dancing part of it. Um, but they were able to overcome. They were able to uh, just barely squeak by um, and get uh, and finish the karaoke part ahead of Chris and Brett. So uh, the, the number one team, let's go down the rankings. Uh, this totally messes up the averages. Uh, there's... Uh, who is the most consistent? The most consistent now is Colin and Christy. Um, I think I would have to do actual match. Just a quick look at it. Actually, Chris and Brett are extremely consistent. They, I think, they are the are the most consistent. Everybody who's still left um, as of this leg. But uh, number one, Becca and Floyd, they absolutely killed it in this episode, and they also killed it in my heart or no, no that's weird um they've won me over a little bit i am rooting for them um but my number ones are still the afghanimals uh number two nicole and victor uh they that was notable because uh they and no no they they didn't help the other big brother teams at all but um they they, they had a little bit of you know previous experience going for them for these challenges so that helped them a lot. And I, I'm starting to like them a lot now, too. Uh, number three was Colin and Christy. Uh, so they are, they're now at 2 four, three. That's very consistent. Average of third place. Um, so it's very close to being the most consistent. Um, let's see. Number four was Tyler and Corey. Number five was Corinne and Eliza. Um, and then number six was janelle and Brittany, and then rachel and Alyssa were trying to find the pit stop and then they uh, uh they they shouted out to her said hey rachel over here and uh phil's like oh why'd you do that I'm like oh we're like we're friends we helped each other out on this this leg it, it was nice this is a nice thing to do um uh, so we'll see if see if that um that friendship lasts um numbers that was number seven number eight so second to last place was leo and jamal the afghanimals and then number nine was chris and brett but it was a non-elimination leg so they'll have to do a um what is it? what do they call it a roadblock no they have to do uh a road 
road bump, bump, speed bump, speed bump, speed bump. Whew. Anyway, um, they'll have to do that in the next leg, and um, hopefully they can overcome it. I am re- They're like the ultimate underdogs right now. So they've been in 7th, 8th, and 8th, which is extremely um, consistent. Um, oh, no, sorry, sorry. 7th, 8th, and ninth. Oh, so they're exactly as consistent as Colin and Christy. See, I, instead of an X, I've been writing an X on my chart under the, their placement. And uh, I decided, oh, non-elimination, I'll, I'll write an O instead of an X. And it made, because I wrote it underneath a 9, it like overlaps with the 9, so it looks like an 8. So that is my bad. Those two teams are exactly as consistent as each other. Because they've been within one placement of the same uh, each week. So two, four, three, seven, eight, nine. Very consistent. Um, so hopefully they can, uh, I mean, if they're on the higher end of their consistency, they can stay in the game. And Colin Christie, they seem like a lock to be in here for a, quite a while, a, a while longer. But then again, Afghanimals were killing it in the first two first two legs, and they were almost out of it. Um, even if they got last, they wouldn't have been out of it, but they, they were close. Second to last place. Man. But uh, the prize that Becca and Floyd got was a trip for two to the, Baham- the, 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 Baham- uh, the Bahamas. So... Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a good one. I, I really like this episode. Uh, the, the prawn fishing was a lot more interesting than I thought. Uh, the dancing was a lot of fun, but I expected that from the, the explanation of the challenge. And then, uh, the karaoke was also really fun. Um, I gotta look up what that actual song is. Maybe it's on Spotify and I can listen to it in full and not just the highlights of very bad karaoke for it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to talk about this in the, the next episode. Um, is I got to talk about NXT and NXT UK. But the I, I have to mention this because it has to do with singing. Velveteen Dream sings this song in this week's episode of NXT. Uh, it's, his, it's the Velveteen Dream version of the Star Spangled Banner. And he is very, very bad at singing. Like, we've exposed his weakness. Um, the one thing that that the dream is not good at is is singing but if he made up those words he was very good at being uh, as a lyricist but as a vocalist no 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 no. please please don't please don't do that again (laughs) i'll talk about this more in the next episode though um so yeah uh who am i i'm rooting for the same people um Corinne and Eliza are doing surprising well. They're they're increasing. I think they're the only team that has done better every week so far. Um, yeah, they are. Uh, except uh, Nicole and Victor, they've got they went six two two. So I guess that kind of counts. Um, and I'm kind of rooting for them now, now too. Uh, I'm really just, I really just want Rachel and Alyssa to be eliminated so that they're not the worst 
so that they are the worst. I hope that they are the worst because they are the worst so that they are no longer the worst. Makes sense? Yes. All right. Um, I think that's it for this episode. Uh, let me know what you thought by tweeting me at TIWpodcast. Go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, uh, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Um, and I'll be back real soon with whatever episode comes next. Thanks for listening. Thanks for, thanks for listening. Stay safe. Stay. Oh my God. Stay safe. Stay safe. Stay safe out there. Super friends. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Oh, the iPad was locked. All right. See you next time. Bye.